Joining the Mowers Club this morning is former Storm, Bulldog and Cronulla Shark, Aidan Tolman. Welcome to the program, Aidan. Thanks for having me on, boys. Cheers. Big reveal this morning. We've had a lot of guesses coming in who is a Sharks and Bulldogs player. Um, you grew up here, a fellow Mid-North Coast man, Aidan. I am, yes. I grew up in a place called Hadhead, just not far know from well. the town of Kempsey. So I believe you're from Port Macquarie. I met when I was my time with the dogs there when you were an ambassador for a little while. So, um, yeah, it's a great part of the world. I'm actually moved back there um, after I finished my football career. So living back up there at the moment, loving life and, um, yeah, really enjoying the, the quieter country life. What's life look like now in Hadhead? Bit of surfing, fishing, no doubt. Beautiful part of the world. Yeah, it is, mate. Like, that's definitely the weekends. I've still obviously had to work. So I'm actually doing, working for the NRL. I'm doing some um, game development up there, which is you know, trying to increase participation in rugby league and um, just trying to get the, the message out of all the great things the game can do. So, yeah, really enjoying the role at the moment and uh, enjoying life post-footy. Oh, that's awesome, Aidan. There you go, mate. Justin Horry here. So do you have any uh, other past uh, players that are helping you out with that as well up there? Or is it uh, you, are you just working with the junior clubs and, and whatnot? So I'm uh, so I'm actually the regional manager. So there's eight eight um, team members in um, that I work with, and we're basically involved in schools, um, weekend sport, trying to increase participation, and just like I said, just trying to grow the game in our area. Um, we're involved in education as well, so all our sports trainer courses, all our coaching courses, trying to you know bring the community up to speed with the most um, up to date sort of education processes. So it's really enjoying it at the moment. I'm still learning a lot. Obviously, pretty new to the role. Um, you know, and transitioning out of footy, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it, learning a lot. Um, my team's my team's awesome. They know what they're doing, and I just um, you know manage them and support them as best I can. Going back to your career, Aidan, um, how did you get? What was the pathway for you to go from hat head uh, down to first grade at the Melbourne Storm? Yeah, so I was. Um, I grew up playing for a town called Smithtown, uh, Smithtown Tigers. So I was under sixteen, and then. Um, two clubs that are in the McClay Valley, which is Kempsey Dragons and Swifttown Tigers combined. And I played my 18s footy there and played a couple of games of first grade. But I suppose I was always one of the kids that was kind of, um, you know, picked in the junior rep sides and um, schoolboy sides and things like that. So I was, you know, lucky in a way that I had my foot in the door early and um, played schoolboys in 2006. And um, I was on a scholarship at the Storm at the time and the year um, following that, which is 2007, they sort of asked if I wanted to go down full time and um, which is, you know, pretty surreal being an 18 year old kid. And, um, you know, my schoolboys year was lucky enough to tour England, France and Wales. So we were away for six weeks doing that. I had a week at home over Christmas and then was straight down in the preseason down there. So it was a huge shock to the system, but you know, I wanted to be a first grade player. I wanted to play NRL my whole life pretty much. So um, it was just one of those things that, um, I had the drive to do and had the commitment to do and um, was willing to move to Melbourne and um, just have a crack at it. And um, yeah, I had a great career across the three clubs and was fortunate to make some you know, great friends and um, plenty of memories along the way. Mate, yeah, I'll, I'll, tell us about when you get to Melbourne, mate. Tell us about those famous pre-seasons, the army camps. You get down there in a very successful period. You know, you you go on and play in, you know, you play in a couple of grand finals straight away because I know you debuted in 08. I know you're a really fit guy. How did you find the pre-seasons as your first NRL team with the, you know, the famous Melbourne Storm pre-seasons, mate? Well, like, I think any pre-seasons is tough no matter where you are, but I think Melbourne um, is renowned for for those, you know, very physical, very gruelling, tough. It's really hot in Melbourne that time of the year to a really dry heat um, and just, 
just the commitment that you have to have to do it. And obviously, like I said, I was 18 when I first went down there in 2007. And you kind of, you know, you're playing schoolboys and you're, you know, you're doing pretty well at school footy and you go down there and it's just a completely different level. And, um, you know, it's a real eye-opener. And that first year early on in the preseason, you definitely struggle. And it, it really takes you, um, you know, a couple of months to to really pull through and, and find your feet. And, you know, meeting new people as well. It's obviously not easy being in a new new state, a new, a new city like Hathead's got about 400 people, so moving from that into a town of, you know, 4 million, is, it's a quite a big culture shock. Um, so that all goes with it. And it's just, you know, I had a good level of support. My, my now wife, my, my girlfriend, Zarina, moved down with me. So I had that sort of low, that close connection. And, um, you know, the boys down there, the club down there, which I've, I've said this all along, if I didn't go to Melbourne um, for those sort of early years and, and build my career and build my trade under under Craig and the coaching staff and the club there. I wouldn't have had the career I had for sure. So you know, I'm very fortunate to have had that. I learned a lot. Um, you know, hard work will get you most places in life, and um, if you're willing to do that um, when the time comes, when the, when it matters most, and you're in the right spot, then that's generally when when luck happens. So you win the comp with Melbourne in '09, then you move up to the Bulldogs in 2011, and by 2012. The Bulldogs bring in Des Hasler. What were the differences like in coaching? This is the two of the coaching juggernauts of that era in Craig Bellamy and Des Hasler. But what what was the differences between those two coaches? Well, I think I mean it's differences is hard. Like they're, they're completely different um, coaches in the way they go about things. But I think the, the underlying sort of factor in both of them they work so hard. They've got a philosophy that they believe in. They've obviously got their coaching style and. Um, they were both defence orientated coaches, you know, they're a big believer on that. So that's where they invest most of their time. And, um, you know, what, when I was in Melbourne, the, the squad was, you know, had unbelievable talent. That obviously helps as well. Um, and the same as at the Dogs, when Des first came in in 2012, um, he already had a squad there that was put together in the previous years. And um, he just had to come in and, and use his coaching style and his philosophies. And um, obviously, we got to a, you know, we just started off the, the year. Up and down, we were one win, one loss up until about round 10. Then we went on, I think, a 12 or 13 game winning streak and, um, you know, made the grand final and obviously got beat by Melbourne in the end. But, um, you know, I think both of them, they just they just got a willingness to work hard. They're in there the longest hours out of anybody. And I think that that sort of level of commitment uh, rubs off on the players. But if they go, well, our coach, our, you know, our the head of our club is doing this and I'm willing to put in my extra effort as well. And I think that's what that... That creates this breeds that culture. That we're going back on the line, Gibbo. It's that hothead reception, Aiden. I don't know what happened. There, mate. <laughs> I'm in full guard here. I'm actually I'm actually in Sydney at the moment, so it's great. Oh, you're in Sydney. I'm, I'm actually down for the game on the weekend today. So oh, beautiful. Um, I don't know what I was. I was talking and I just thought no one's actually on the other end. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway. All good. We we're just saying, um, you played over 300 games, won grand finals, played in grand finals. Both Scope and I were feeling maybe you're a little bit unlucky not to represent New South Wales, particularly in that period where you're at the Bulldogs. Um, is that something that you look back on your career and kind of feel like was a missed opportunity or um, are you satisfied with how the career panned out? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with how the career turned out, to be honest. Obviously, I, you know, the way... You know, there's a couple, a couple of big highlights. Obviously, you know, Hora, making your debut is number one. That's you yeah, know, for your sure. dream of... of um, you know, playing as a young kid, whenever, you, you know, from the first time you sort of start watching footy, you go, on to be an NRL player. You know, my kids at the moment are in that same boat. Uh, making your debut is all the hard work that 
um, you know, everyone that's got you, their parents, you know, grandparents, family, friends, um, all the volunteers at your local clubs along the way. And it's just, it's such an overwhelming experience. But you kind of, it's one of those ones you don't really remember too much of because the emotions are so high and you just kind of get out there and you rip and tear for, you know, usually my position was for 15, 20 minutes and that's kind of it, you know. So, um, but obviously, you know, the grand finals. Then I think, the, you know, the 300 game for me was, was such a highlight. Um, obviously doing it last year, in my, what was my final season like it was such a huge thing and I was the 43rd player across the game to do it so it's um you know it's a, it's a huge commitment for me and um obviously my family and friends and everything that happened along the way so I think for me that was probably the, the highlight of my career but you know the origin and the, those representative jerseys they, yes it is you know I'll probably looking back and go it is disappointing I didn't get to play because I know I was probably thereabouts but look that's footy and um you know those things kind of come to the top echelon and I wasn't quite there, which I'm, which I'm comfortable with and I've still had a great career. And, um, the be, you know, the best thing about footy is the friends you meet along the way and the memories and relationships you, you create after it. So um, putting all that aside, I'm, I'm very overwhelmed with the career I definitely had. Yeah, for sure, Aidan. Um, before we move on to the game in itself, you know, we've, we've been talking about a few experienced coaches, Bellamy, Hasler. In your last year, mate, um, you know, Cameron Serrato, this is his first year, but you got Fitzy's first year. Although an experienced player and been in the game for a long time, at the back end of your career, how did you see Fitzy's first year compared to, say, as a young kid um, when you probably don't have a say at that point and, and then you're just sort of, you know, following Bellamy, mate? Tell us a little bit about Fitzy's first year. Yeah, well, similar to what I said about, you know, Dez and, uh, and Craig before, they've just got a willingness to work hard. And all coaches do. I'm not saying they don't, but they've just got that. I think because Craig had come across from a, a, a really successful club and as he was a successful player well, so we knew what that looked like from both a playing point of view and from a coaching staff point of view. Obviously, coming across from the Roosters, everyone had high expectations and, and he brought that across and he brought high standards as well. And I think that was probably one thing that he brought in. Like, you know, Cronulla, you look across their squad and they've got a great squad. They've got some really good experience. Um, they've got some really good youth who are talented players and they've got some some really good punch in their forwards and skill and they've got some great outside backs and um, Craig was just that kind of link between bringing that all together and uh, bringing a defensive mindset into that into that, um, into that that club and I think one, once he did that, he just got that level of respect straight away and um, he's one of those coaches that you know, and which are the good ones they start from the bottom up, they don't care how much experience you've had as a player they just, they, they just make sure that they've coached everything they possibly can and you know, your small drills you do that at the start of the pre-season, you go, what are we, you know, sometimes think, what are we doing this for? But it's just actually to get everybody, whether they're number, you know, one in the squad or down to, you know, 35 and 40, which the squad size of the squads have got training now. They know if they play first grade, they're comfortable with them and they're ready to go. And I think that's what the good teams do. And, you, you know, a couple of years ago, we were speaking about the Roosters, about, you know, the next man up mentality. And Melbourne have the same. And I think that's the way Cronulla's going at the moment. Is just mm. doing that at the club. And no matter who's out, someone else will come in and they'll do a job. You know, obviously they're not as good. You lose a Tedesco or, you know, a Pappenhausen there. They're obviously the top players for a reason. But the next person who comes in, we know is just going to be good and do their job to the best of their ability. And, and that's what Craig brings. Looking forward to this afternoon's game. Aiden, uh, what colour jersey are you wearing today? <laughs> It's got a tinge of blue in it, I think. <laughs> good answer, brother. Yeah, good answer. Um, obviously, the Bulldogs decimated with injury. Big news. Kyle Flanagan's moved to six with Matt Burton to halfback. The Sharks are unchanged coming off their massive win against the Roosters. Um, thoughts on this game, Aiden? How do you see it playing out? 
It's it's actually quite you know what like start of the year it's probably one of those games where um, it could have really went either way. I just think with the injuries at the moment to the dogs, um, obviously it's going to make it a bit more difficult. But in saying that, I've I've been at the Bulldogs for a number of years where we were down on troops and um, they've just got that. I think they're starting to instill that attitude of just never giving up. And I'm actually really looking forward to it. ANZ. It should be a decent crowd there on the last weekend of the holidays at you know five thirty kickoff. So I'm actually really looking forward to the game. I've got some some great friends in in both teams and um you know i'm at the end of the day as long as both both teams get through unscathed it's a great you know i'm I'm kind of a don't really care who wins to be honest as long as both teams get through unscathed and it's a great level of footy that's what i'm all about these days i was competitive for 16 years that's kind of um put that aside now and i just i'm actually enjoying that right across the board the rugby league this year like who would have thought the dolphins at the start of their their season would have went so well and um it's just been amazing to see the level that you know you think it's gonna you know sort of spreading the talent pool across the 17 clubs that hasn't dipped in the level of um, competition that's come across. So I'm just really looking forward to the battle. And I think up front, obviously, that's, that's what I've played. I think there's some, some really good matchups up there and um, hopefully both teams can go out and represent their clubs proudly. All right. Well, thank you for giving us a time on this Saturday morning, Aidan. Um, as far as this afternoon goes, go the Canterbury Bulldogs. But more importantly, <laughs> Aidan, on the mid-north coast, up the mighty Port Macquarie Sharks. <laughs> well... I think uh, the Mustangs won it in both the 18s and reserve grade last year. So oh, he's got his receipts. Aiden's come with his receipts. He's ready to go. <laughs> I'm sorry to be offensive to the boys in the first grade game, but like I said, I'm just yeah, out there to enjoy it. And I'm probably the fans will be disappointed, but no, that's what it's like these days. No, I'm looking. I'm really enjoying living up there. Obviously, Hori knows what it's like. You both know what it's like being post um, career in, in your you know athletics, but life goes on. You just got to find something else to to, um, you know, seek your teeth into, I suppose, and, and enjoy life in another way. That's it, mate. Well, mate. Congratulations on a great career and enjoy the game this afternoon. All right. Thanks for having me, fellas. Cheers. Thanks, Aiden.